0: Welcome to episode 58 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Giving is not just a financial transaction, but an act of worship that brings glory to God.
1: Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. We are on our last podcast on biblical principles and culture of giving. And then next week, we're going to start Four lessons on mistakes team builders make. I'm just going to give you four mistakes that's easy to make when you're trying to build a team. And I think you'll find these things very helpful. Again, thanks for being with me today. Uh, look forward to this time and the feedback we get if this has been a blessing to you. Uh, please share it, pass these things along to somebody that you know can benefit from them. Uh, so I want to go to 2 Corinthians 9. And we're going to look at the very last lesson in this uh, process that we've been talking about, this culture of giving found in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. And uh, I want to pick it up actually at the end here of verse 11. Well, let's just read all verse 11. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God... You know, the fundamentals in anything eventually will determine its success, Uh, whether it's a sports team, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a business, you know, the fundamentals and the fundamentals of Christianity are not complicated. Uh, They're not necessarily easy, but the ultimate fundamental is simply this, we exist to give glory to God. That's, that's our purpose on earth. At the end of the day, whether things have gone maybe not according to the script that we would have thought, even in that process, were we a song, were we an instrument to our Lord? Did we glorify him in the process of even unpleasant things that have come across our life? And here's what the apostle is saying. He is saying that there is a thanksgiving that comes through us to God, not only in the privilege of giving, but in the response to giving. Think about the world for a minute. You know, there's a lot of very skewed and even ungodly ideas. There are There is a morality and there are values that are embraced that are no morality or, or have no value to God whatsoever. But it's interesting, even in this culture that is in a tailspin, the generosity is still one of the virtues that is very much esteemed. And when you look at our history as a nation and other nations in the world, one of the things that has made them, if they're a positive culture, is the generosity of the generations that have gone before them. You know, our forefathers talk about their, uh, their fortunes and their lives and their sacred honors. You know, the Jan- John Hancocks that gave tremendous wealth to the revolutionary cause and died with next to nothing because they, they believed in something. That that was a generosity. You know, uh, our spiritual forefathers and pilgrims who, you know, gave everything they could for the, the establishment of churches and hospitals and learning institutions. Uh, so generosity is esteemed. Uh, in every culture. Matter of fact, some people will even make fun of us. You, you probably have somebody in your life that thinks that you're too generous. What a great testimony! You know what I say when people say things like that to me? Pray for me that I get worse. <laughs> if you think I'm too generous, pray for me that I get worse. If I'm too kind or I'm too sacrificial in area, pray for me that I get. I get. One of the ways we glorify God is by being generous. You know, that passage in Malachi 3 that talks about the tithe, part of what we miss in there is that the nations would come and call us blessed. In other words, that they would see how we do life, that they would see how we handle our funds, that they would see how generous we are, and that they would say, wow, this is really a blessed group. You people really do things different, and God calls attention to that and God is honored. It brings glory to God when his people are generous. So if being generous brings glory to God, why wouldn't we want to be even more generous, continually sustaining that generosity? He says, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. Now notice the next passage. For the administration of this service... Not only supplies needs of the saints, so there's a there's a tactical thing. It's interesting in this whole passage. He starts with the needs of the saints, and he ends with the needs of saints. but really, through the whole thing, he talks about the attitude in the heart of the giver, of the believer, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. So what is happening? There is many thanksgivings to God. Think of all the people. When you empower something, not only are you giving thanksgiving to God, the Lord, thank you for putting that in my hand, and God gets glory, but every time that seed multiplies, there's somebody that is abounding in grace to God. They're acknowledging God. They're thanking God. They may not be thanking you. They may not know you're the farmer that put the seed in the ground, you know, six seasons ago or six lives ago or whatever it was. But they're abounding in grace to God. They are, we are salting the ground with thanksgiving. What a testimony. The ultimate test of our life is are we bringing glory to God? Giving and generosity bring glory to God. Then notice verse 13. While through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ. Notice how he ties giving in to the confession of the gospel of Christ. That's something to really ponder, something you know very much that we should think about, and he goes on for your liberal sharing with them and all men. They're glorifying God, they're saying what a great witness you are as followers of you. We glorify God, we thank God for you, we thank God. Calling attention to God for people's generosity. Generosity glorifies God. If anybody ever criticizes you or your church or your ministry or anything for being out there and receiving offerings and doing things, remember, giving glorifies God. Now, the, Paul, the apostle did say, through the proof of this ministry, in other words, we handled this money right, we did things correctly, And then he says in verse 14, this is how it ends, and by their prayer for you, who long for you because of the exceeding grace of in you. What what, what grace is in them? The grace of giving. Now notice how he ties it in here, okay? Thanks be to God, the last verse in 2 Corinthians 9, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. You know, what, what is he saying there? He's saying, You're just like your maker. You're just like your redeemer. You're just like your savior. You're just like your Lord. He gave himself the indescribable gift. Thanks be to God. And thanks be to God for your indescribable gift that you have followed in his footsteps, that you're a generous giver. You know, in a lot of churches today, we have uh, creative ways of receiving offerings. You know, there's electronics and text to give, and all. And I'm, I'm for all that. I, I have no problem with the technology. The one thing that I've been pondering lately, and I don't have the answer to this, maybe you have some insight on it, is I really believe that our giving, when we're coming together as a congregation, as a body, is an act of worship. And I'm wondering if there's a way... That we can have some focal point on our giving while we're doing all the technical and tactical and electronic and uh, technological giving. Is there a way that we can still incorporate a giving moment as part of our worship to Jesus Christ? Because I think that's important. I think that is important for us. I think it's important for us when we come together. And, you know, quite frankly, I think it's important for people to witness it that we should be excited, worshipful givers. So maybe you have some insight on that. You can you can share with me sometime. But I believe that giving should be worshipful. It should be part of our worship. So however you're giving, take a moment and make sure you're not just doing a financial transaction, but that you're doing it as an act of worship to glorify Almighty God. Hey, this is Keith Toosie. It's been great to be with you for these podcasts on giving. There have been eight of them. Uh, I've had several people tell me they've gone back and listened to them. Uh, They've shared them with people. That's why I'm doing this, so we can share this, so we can spread this good news, so we can liberate believers to run free, not just to be obedient, but to flow in a culture of generosity and give glory to God. Hey, Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Share this with somebody, would you? Lord bless you.
0: Today, Keith wrapped up the discussion on giving. Over the past few weeks, he has reminded us that giving is a grace and a spiritual standard. He asked us what God has given us. He shared about the equality of commitment being more important than the abundance of gifts. He reminded us that God holds leaders to a higher standard that God looks at us as sowers, and lastly, that generosity gives glory to God. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at inourpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at In Our Pastors. See you next week.